Hey, y'all. The Fallen Podcast is an Augusta University and Georgia Cyber Center production. Thanks for tuning in. Things are about to get wild. Augusta University presents In the Wild, the podcast for all things Augusta University. With this week's Quick Jag, here's your host, Rayshawn Ricks. Welcome back, y'all, to In the Wild. I'm Rayshawn, and joining me live in the studio is Miss Christian Osborne. How's it going? Hey, y'all. Hey. How's it going with you? Good. So it's kind of been a couple weeks now as our intern, and I mm-hmm. just want to check in. How has it been for you so far? Whoa. Guys, I didn't want to tell you this, but Rayshawn is working me to death. No, honestly, <laughs> it's been so much fun. I've learned so much. Like so many really? things that I've learned here at the podcast, I literally take to my own blog. Or I like flex in class. Like I already knew these things, Ooh. but like I don't. Also, <laughs> um, sometimes I manage the Writing Center social media, definitely stealing tips like and tricks and everything. So I'm learning so much. And the team is honestly so awesome. Oh, thank you. You're, You're awesome. And I think we're even better for having you here this semester. Thank you. But for all of y'all listening, we are going to jump into our jungle report, which is everything that you need to know happening in this wild jungle of ours. So getting started, if you haven't heard the news, AU has made America's best in-state employers list for the third year in a row. And that makes us the only employer in Augusta to make the list. So that's super uh, cool to me because when you think about Augusta, you don't really think about us like topping too many lists, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And so um, knowing that Forbes and like a marketing research company like compiled this together and came up with us at the top, I'm like, oh, look at us. Look at AU. No, honestly, I feel the same way. I mean, Keisha Bottoms acted like she didn't even know we existed. No, when I tell you, when I heard that, I was like, <laughs> y'all, we need to spam her office. Let's find all their emails and put them on all of our yes. email chains since she's going to know about us because that she was really crazy. She really tried to play us. I'm sure that's a nice university. I'm sure that's a nice university. We are the university. Like, what? The CDC comes to us. No, I'm just, I don't know. Maybe. Do they? CDC, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy news day. Mm-hmm. So, um, other than that, like, being just awesome, also, AU and Augusta Technical College celebrated new cybersecurity to to information technology pathway program. And that was a mouthful to say, but this all happened on August 16th at the Georgia Cyber Center. So, there's, like, a lot of cyber stuff going on. So, that's super cool. Yeah, I think the growth that we're having right now with cyber is super impressive because a few years ago, neither the buildings on the cyber center were here. Exactly. And, I mean, we're recording at the cyber center, so we wouldn't even be where we are if it wasn't for this growth. So that's pretty cool. And I think it's really helpful because just, like, there's so many options for students wanting to start uh, their careers. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... Traditional uh, four-year universities are really pushed down their throats, and then they don't really have the opportunity to learn about different pathways. This is so true. And it's funny that you say that because this new program allows students at Augusta Technical College to get Associates of Applied Science in Cybersecurity. Um, And then this enters them to the pathway into AU's Bachelor of Science Information. 
um, in tech degree. And I think that this is really cool just for like non-traditional students. Yeah. Because sometimes you need to take a break and oftentimes two-year institutions are just looked down upon. So the fact that like they're really making this segue where you can do one thing, maybe take a break, get your life together, come back, super awesome. So. Yeah, I like it because I used to work as a college advisor and so many students, like you said, would just like turn their nose up at the idea of starting out at a technicals college or a two-year uh, college. And it's like, no, you can really start here and transfer. Transferring is real. Yeah, <laughs> okay? no, yeah. And it's not a negative or a less than ideal option. Like, if you got to transfer, that's just what you got to do. I agree. I agree. Honestly, I feel like it's so cool to not only witness all this change, but like low-key, high-key, be a part of it, you know? Um, just to be able to say, like, I was there before that even happened, and now they have this option. Like, that's really, really awesome. I also love the co collaboration of the two institutions. That's really cool, too. Then you're going to get like me and be like, when I was a student here. What? Exactly. Back in my day. Back in my day, because honestly. It used to be Augusta College. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because I, when I applied here, I applied to Augusta State. Oh, wow. Got accepted and attended Georgia Regents, but mm. then, of course, I graduated from Augusta University. Now, that is hilarious. So, yeah, I was part of that cohort that experienced really three different universities in the whole consolidation process firsthand. We were the first uh, cohort that was consolidated, that experienced the consolidation, mm -hmm. and so I was able to see the university change into what it is now, especially now as an employee. Boop, boop. And yeah, <laughs> so the change that has happened here, especially like we said with cyber, has been really, really interesting. It's been so, honestly, okay, I don't mean to brag. I mean, I'm not an employee or anything like that, but my mom did attend. And so with that being said, I remember being like on campus before so many buildings even existed. Yeah. So I probably know all good hall better than anyone because <laughs> <laughs> I've been in that building and I remember the science building and all the different like layers being built. And I'm like, yeah, so just call then, me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of put that to Liam. Liam and Zora. Liam has been on campus. Zora, Liam more so than Zora. But I, I wonder if he's gonna remember like what it's like, you know, being at a you know AU campus because he's been in so many classes and gone to so many events. So yeah. <laughs> and now he has to come here. He has to. We're Harvard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> AU is better. He better. We go are to the AU. Harvard on the hill. Have you not heard? I actually did hear that. Okay. I didn't think it's cool. Okay, so another thing mm -hmm. that. I thought was super cool is that starting next fall, we will offer a new bachelor's degree, which is in fine arts and digital and visual storytelling. Yes. And I thought that was super interesting because you and I are both content creators. Mm -hmm. What do you think about having a degree program that's built for students interested in being a content creator? I mean, I think it's really cool. It just sucks that it's happening, you know, after me. But um, so... I don't mean to brag, but, like, I already knew about this before, like, I guess the big announcement because I interviewed um, Dr. Davies. And so when she mentioned it, I'm like, what? For clarification, which one? There's oh, my two. gosh. Just kidding. Um, so this, she the is. The dean? Of yeah, the dean. Okay. The Put some respect on her name, Christian. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, she's so sweet, so talented, just amazing. But anyways, I think that this, um, these two degrees are going to just be so awesome. And I don't think people realize how much of storytelling is involved in, like, content creation. So I'm super excited. Yeah, because I think with anyone who wants to be a good content creator, it's all about storytelling. Yes. Like, what are you 
telling people because at the end of the day, yeah, you can look good on social media or you can, you know, post a lot. Mm -hmm. But are you telling good stories to keep people wanting to, you know, engage and, you know, interact with you? Because, you know, there are some very popular people, but they aren't great at, you know. Storytelling. And then also what sets you apart? Because I'm what if... You're scrolling down your timeline and you keep seeing the same story. Mm-hmm. I see that a lot with like mommy bloggers. No shade, but it's like we get it. It's hard. What else? Like, can you inspire me? Can you enlighten me? So, yeah, I, I think um, these two degrees are just super awesome. And I also find it super funny that growing up, you know, our parents would say, like, you know, taking pictures and stuff isn't going to get you a job. And then yes, they're making get off whole, that phone. Exactly. They're making whole degrees cater to this. So, jokes on you, mom. Jokes on you. Like, it was a good thing that I stayed on my phone. It's a good thing that I learned how to operate some of the stuff you said was pointless. Because, now look, people are having full-time careers in a thing that you thought was stupid and pointless. We just unloaded a lot of trauma, and I'm here for it. All of our childhood trauma (laughs) attached to our phones. Exactly. Exactly. That phone's not going to get you. But it is, Mom. But it is. But it is, though. No, literally, I, I can remember so many times where, you know, my mom was like, you know, the problem that we have with these young whippersnappers is because they're all always tied to their phones. They're always no looking to text, you know, trying to text somebody, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, now I've made a career in it. Yeah, it's funny. The phone was just everything. You do something. It's, you always on that phone. It's, it's that like, phone. what? You got a headache? It's because you've been standing at the phone for too long. Exactly. Your back hurt because you've been hunched over on that phone. Literally, every like any excuse was tied back to you know having a cell phone or or being on the computer. You know before oh you know cell phones, yes. it was. Ooh, and remember dial up. Oh, I was just about to ask you that. Yes, those and you couldn't be on the phone. Yes. <laughs> yes, my mom. Are you on the um computer? You know I'm on the phone because you'd hear that that annoying sound. I love it. What about it. floppy disks? Did you ever experience that? Okay, floppy disks were a little uh, before me. Okay, okay. But I showing rem- my age. But I do remember them. I never had to use them. But you could rub those bad boys the wrong way and lose all your files. <laughs> you load it into your, your bag and it, you rubbed it the wrong way. Womp, womp. Everything's gone. And then you're trying to prove, like, no, I did do the assignment. Yeah. That's funny. I felt ancient just now. Really? Yes. I remember them, but I just never used them. It's it's okay. I forget my age sometimes. It's, it's okay. okay. I'm 45, guys. No, I'm just kidding. But I am <laughs> <laughs> in my last year in my 20s, and it shows. I forget my age all the time, too. I'm like, wait, how old? when is my birthday? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't feel like people celebrate birthdays. Okay, we're all over the place, kind of, but I'm here for it. Um, so, Sweet. You, okay. No, you, you got it. It's your show. Okay. Well, first of all, it's not my show, but um, you're a big part of the show. I, I host it, but it's not. I, don't, I wouldn't claim it's my show. But switching gears a little bit, let's talk about something that I think is pretty interesting, which is fraternity and sorority life on campus. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about AU's fraternity and sorority life? So honestly, I think. We have really great organizations, and I'm here for all of them. Um, I have my eyes set on a specific sorority, and that's all I'll say about that for me. But um, I honestly love seeing everyone in their, like, um, letters, as they call it. Um, Recently, I've been on TikTok watching people do Rush because I've never seen that in real life. And I'm like, I wonder, I'm pretty sure somewhere 
on the internet, some AU girl's been like documenting her <laughs> rush, I, her rush outfits, and I just need to find the video. But how do you feel? Oh, oh TD outfit of the day. Um, My shirt's from Shein. Earrings <laughs> from Claire's. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what you're talking about. Um, but I think I, I don't know. This is just the the PR person in me, but I really think that. Everything about our university is hashtag like no other. And this is true. Yeah, and I think um, with those organizations, they're also very different because for our campus is smaller, so I think the quality of people that they have in those organizations are maybe a lot deeper mm-hmm. than you might find on other campuses because a lot of us can recognize each other even though we may not know each other on campus. And so for someone to uh, be able to join one of those organizations, you know that they were top notch. I agree. And I also think that the diversity within the organizations is super awesome. Yeah. Because you may see like one organization and think, oh, well, they only accept, you know, black people or white people. And I just love to see all the diversity um, and just the sisterhood and the brotherhood. It's it's really nice. You're Are you in a fraternity? I am not. Nope. So, really? I could so see you in a fraternity. <laughs> Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap (laughs) things up. (laughs) Um, But stay tuned because we got some more of your fraternity and sorority life questions answered coming up next. So stay tuned, y'all. Augusta University's Division of Information Technology has provided a third wireless internet option for students, faculty, and staff to use for their personal devices. AU-EDU Rome is now the preferred network for personal devices for the following reasons. Safer than other guest networks, easier for personal devices to join, up to 20 times faster than the AU guest network, and available at thousands of participating EDU Rome sites worldwide, including other institutions within the University System of Georgia. You can use your AU credentials to join the network. With EDU Rome, students, faculty, researchers, and staff have access to no-cost, seamless, Easy and secure internet access across thousands of hotspots across more than 100 countries. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another segment on In the Wild. I'm so excited to talk to our guests because these are our first students from Greek Life that we're getting to chat with a little bit. So they are our NPHC president and vice president. So give a warm Jaguar welcome to Mr. Anthony Veasley and Miss Onlia King. How's it going, y'all? Going good. Can't complain. complain. (laughs) Thanks so much for being here today because, like I said, y'all are our first uh, NPHC org, I believe, to come here and chat with me a little bit. So NPHC is coming up. What can students expect this year from y'all? Definitely a lot, and especially in the coming weeks. Because we got our Greek week. Okay. That's coming up. Um, got a step show, which will be step show slash intake as well. Oh, wow. So if you want to join the org, come out and see what we do as individual organizations. You know, pick and choose which one you want to be a part of. Okay. Um, so backtracking a little bit for those who may not be familiar for what MPHC is, do one of y'all care to explain? <laughs> <laughs> well, MPHC is the National Panhellenic Council. It is made up of nine... Greek, black Greek letter organizations. Yeah. So, um, 
You want to start? I mean, I'll let you talk about your organization before I step into mine. Okay, so I'm a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Um, MPHC, the council, is really just, um, it's a big family. And what we do, we just come together, all the orgs, and put on, like, events for you guys on campus, off campus. We volunteer together. Um, it's just another way for us to give back to the community. Awesome. What led to both of you joining your respective organizations? For me, coming to Augusta, I knew I wanted to join a, a fraternity. Okay. I just didn't know which one I wanted to join. And I had to see what they had to offer too before I got to the university. So when I, because I'm a transfer, I transferred here my sophomore year. And um, when I got to campus, you know, I lingered around in the background. <laughs> I didn't really want to show my face. So I was in the process of like, all right, they only got, because I knew they only had three frats on the yard at the time. Okay. So I'm like, all right, you know, let me do my research. Take, take a step back. Plus I was trying to get my feet wet. New university, new school. Just trying to find myself. Um. Took, took time to really do my research, especially when it came to Omega Sci Fi, and I felt like it fit me best. You know what I'm saying? And speaking to who was my frat brother now, who was the president at the time for our chapter, it was just like home. I felt like I had created a brother, and I wasn't even in the frat yet. So that was my biggest thing, and it, it drew me in quickly. So, yeah. What about you? Okay, so kind of like Aunt said. Um, I'm also, I transferred in my sophomore year to AU. Oh, wow. Um, so at my first school, um, I kind of met Blue and White first. Those were the first people I met as a freshman, but I didn't know anything about Greek life. I wasn't really interested in it. So that's kind of opposite on that end. Um, but once I got to know them and hanging out, I was like, oh, okay, these people are cool. And then <laughs> I came to Augusta and I have never been to Augusta before. My family never been here, never visited anything. I just came to school here. So that's when I met um, my profile, uh, the president of the chapter at the time, and we just hit it off. We clicked. And so like yeah. you said, I kind of made a sister that day, and I wasn't even a part of the organization yet. So that's what I really, really love about it. Where did y'all transfer from? I transferred from Georgia Military College back home in Madison. Just okay. a little, little community college, that's all. Yeah. Mercer University. Mercer. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Um, and it's great to hear that y'all were able to find a relationship with, um, I guess, your profite before you actually joined the organization. How do you think that uh, determined joining that specific organization, if that makes sense? That made it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. like, once mm -hmm. I met him, that solidified. Like, I was, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, ain't, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't looking back. I'm not looking back. Um, got to know some more of the older bros within his chapter, and they were, like, really chill, straightforward men, just, like, you know, trying to see, you know, the reasons why I wanted to join the organization, of course. But, like, it was just so friendly, besides our motto, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it yeah. was just, it's just, like, it's home, bro. Like, it's with Steven, my, uh, he was the president at the time before I, you know, got initiated. Dude, just chill, <laughs> just very genuine guy, man. Like, you don't meet people like that because I know it, there's a stigma put on black Greek letter organizations, sadly. There's a stigma. You know, you got to have a certain demeanor when it comes to meeting interest or whatever the case may be. And I know we get the 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 face of being a hostile fraternity, which is not always the case. You know, we always stand out here. And that's how it should be. Because I'm, no, I'm still as equal 
as to the person who's not a part of a fraternity. It should be no difference. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Uh, it's definitely about the people. I tell anybody who's interested in an organization, don't choose it based on what you think you want to be. Yeah. Find the people that you align with. Facts. And that's what I found when I found Jason Lynn and everybody. So that's just the rule of thumb. I feel like everybody kind of follows. Like, you got to find your people. Mm-hmm. For sure. Got it. Um, do you feel that your life on campus changed since you joined your organization? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most definitely. Because I'm a very low-key type of person. Okay. I've kept that demeanor since I started, you know, primary school. I don't like to be known. I don't like to be known for doing this. If I see you, if I know you, I'll speak. If I don't know you, I'm not going to, you know, go out of my way to speak. That's just not me. You know, so I'm not a very outgoing person. That sounds, it might sound bad being that I'm in a presidential role, but that's just how I am. But being now that we're both in leadership roles, it's like you kind of, you're the face of a whole council and your organization individually. So it's like, oof. (laughs) (laughs) It's a daunting task, to say the least. And even, like, for me, like, I'm a very social person. Like, I'm a social butterfly. I like to talk. I can talk to you all day long. But kind of, like you said, taking on these roles kind of makes it, there's... There's an expectation. So it's not just being social for fun. You're being social because you have to be. Yeah. And so it's a, little, it's a little different, especially when you have those expectations and deadlines and stuff like that to And with hosting events, events as a NPSC mm-hmm. or as an org itself, yeah. you know, you get people to come out to get involved. And it's like, oh, it's 100 people I got to talk to? <laughs> yeah. I ain't expecting <laughs> Like, we just, we just went to a field day with the ASA and... It was on the uh, health science campus right there in the field by the freshman dorms. It was a lot of freshmen down there. And I spoke to a lot of freshmen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I did not expect that because people see what you're doing, so that draws them in to kind of look at the the organization, whether they know about it or not. So it's like you kind of got to inform them on what you stand for, what you're about. It's honestly, it's like shocking at times. I'm like, I never never would have expected myself to be so open quickly now to speak to people. Mm-hmm. That's been like the biggest change for me. Yeah. It's definitely like a second nature thing. When somebody comes up to you, you kind of just like, okay, yeah. my organization was. <laughs> and it's just like, it just, it's natural. This rolls off the tongue. Yeah. That's good though, because I can kind of relate somewhat from my student leadership experience where like when you're in front of a lot of people and you kind of have to switch that gear on, kind of like you mentioned, where it's like, okay, I have to uh, be the person that they're expecting me to be because you don't want to have a negative or have them take away a negative impression of your org because you're the only person there to represent. Exactly. Yep, I feel it. I feel it. Um, do you feel that people may uh, treat you differently now, especially people that may be interested in like the organization? Because I know with uh, MPHC organizations, uh, it's a little bit different expressing interest than it would be for other Greek lettered organizations. I do because I had an. <laughs> sadly, I had an interest called me Sir. Oh, and he reminded me of myself because when I first met my profile, Stephen, I was like, "How you doing, sir?" Uh, he was like, "Whoa, like, Bro, you, don't to, you don't have to come to me like you don't have to be so formal," because I'm still an individual at the end of the day. And when he said that, I was like, "Wait a minute, I ain't that old, <laughs> you know?" But it, it was definitely a shock because it's like now the tables is turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People tend to get as soon as you like start like having your letters, 
people get nervous around you when they're interested and they don't want to ask you questions. But please ask those questions. It's not like it's. There's no such thing as a dumb question. There's not a such thing. Exactly what he just said is you can ask questions. It, that's OK, because that's the only way you're going to learn. So I'd rather you ask and be informed than you going about the wrong way of like showing mm. your interest. Yep. What would you say is the wrong way of showing your interest? Mm, that's I tough. I mean, I mean, just shouting it out for the world to, yeah. to see <laughs> is just or, a little questionable. But actively coming in, like you know everything about the frat, mm. like it's you're like, already claiming yeah. when you haven't done any work. Right. If you come in and me be like, "Yeah, I want to join your organization," I was found on November 17, nineteen eleven, <laughs> on the campus of Howard University. I'm be like. Okay, <laughs> I, I thank you for knowing the information, but let me get to know you first. Yeah, information is cool. How are you going to contribute to my organization? What do you have to bring to the table besides wearing another shirt and being another brother? You know, because we're nonprofit and community service is the biggest thing for us, especially within the you know the lower impoverished communities. What are you going to do to have an impact on that and to lead the next generation of people who could possibly join my organization? Or hers. Absolutely. Um, do you feel that, it, or how it is socializing necessarily like without wearing your letters, or do you feel like you can socialize without wearing your letters? Like you can always, or can you switch it? Can you turn it on and off? Or do you always feel like you're a member? Mm-hmm. I do feel weird sometimes without wearing a frat shirt. Okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Really? Yeah. I feel so weird because I'm always in a frat shirt. Mm-mm. So, but I, I know how to turn it off and on, especially when it comes to different people. So even when I'm around my, you know, my LBs, like, this is sometimes we just chilling at the crib, grilling chicken, playing the game. <laughs> like, that's mainly what it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's because I'm also, I'm on the exec board for Naturally Crowned as well. Oh, so nice. before I came here, I was actually there. We're doing a table event on Somerville. And it's like, some of the same faces who, like, came to her, because we had Club Fest, what, like, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And so some of those same faces I saw at our Zeta Phi Beta table came to the Nat for the Crown table. And so it's kind of like that recognition. Like, they, they can recognize that I'm also a Zeta, but I'm also here as well. So it's like a, it's like a balance, because you don't want to always be just all about, like... You know, say to say to say to say to, because you're gonna you're gonna throw people off. You got to show that you are also dynamic, because we want our members who are interested to be dynamic. So There's you got to practice what you preach. So how do you balance that, or make sure that you stay like balanced? So with well with, with that organization, it's kind of I want to say easy, but we do a lot of collaborations. That helps a lot. Um, so just doing mm, collabing and. I don't know, just finding time for both. You got to... You got to find that balance. Yeah. You really got to find what works for you because I, before I joined, you know, my fraternity, I was a part of the African-American Male Initiative. And it's not necessarily an organization, but it's a group for African-American males, of course. So it was like, it's a big difference. But luckily, even I'm still a part of it today, there's still like, I can be distinctive. Like, if I'm... In full-on frat mode, I'm in frat mode. If I'm just, at a, if I'm with the African-American Male Initiative, I'm with the African-American, American, African-American Male Initiative. Like, 
there's no difference. Like I don't I don't let both coincide with each other. Gotcha. Because they're they're totally two different things. Do you ever feel pressure to try to do both in one uh I guess sitting if you have to, you know, be out and you're trying to represent? Every now and then it spills yeah. over because yeah. sometimes at events they'll they'll play a stroll song and you gotta do you it. Gotta so it's like, uh, like they play a Tommy Dog. I already know. I gotta he's, go. he's gonna have to get I up. Gotta go. So it's like, oh man, I didn't expect that. And, and then you just come right back. Whatever yeah. you were doing. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. What would you say are some highlights from your experience being a part of your organization? I would say for one, being offered a leadership role. I never would have expected that because my biggest thing, I was just going to transfer to the school, have a good, solid college career, and, you know, explore, have a social life, and finish strong. I never thought I'd join a friend. You know, I had the ambition for it. Never thought I'd get a leadership role. I kind of got it unwillingly, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, it changed a lot. It really changed a lot. I would say I'm a, I feel like for the, I can say for the both of us, we're a lot more well-known on campus mm-hmm. because it's like, shoot, once you get those letters, boy. Your face is out there. The magnifying glass is right <laughs> on Really? Uh, every day, every day. Mm-hmm. Especially since we're a small campus and like our yeah. D9 life is not that big. Mm-hmm. There's only so many people you you're gonna go to you that you're gonna see on campus. So when they see you, they're gonna see you at every single event. And yeah. they and they're gonna they know your face. So mm-hmm. even if you don't have letters on, they know. There you go. There she go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what um other things can we expect this semester from MPHC? Ooh, so our um, MPHC week. Um, it's gonna be September thirteenth to the what I think the eighteenth. I yeah. think that week is. Um, that's gonna include. It ends um, on that Sunday with the yeah that Sunday with the thing. church. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, church. But event. that's gonna include the yard show that Aunt mentioned earlier. Um, so Greek. That's gonna be like our Greek one on one type thing. So if you are interested in joining any organization, you need to come to this yeah. event. It's gonna be entertaining because you know. <laughs> it definitely is. We just had our inter- first practice last night. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. It's gonna be entertaining. So please come out. Um, but it's gonna have we have events planned for that whole week. Yeah. Um, the flyers and stuff should be dropping soon. So just be on the lookout for stuff. Perfect. Where can we go to keep up with what y'all got going on? Plug your socials. Can follow <laughs> our Instagram at. F-U-N-Q-Y underscore Q-H. Funky Q-H. And also follow... Uh, B-A-C. Uh, A-U-G, uh, M-P-A-C mm-hmm. page A-U-G, too. M-P-A-C. And then Sigma Row 1920. Want to follow your A-U Zetas? <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so if y'all are listening, please go follow them and support MPHC Week. Um, y'all want to plug your personal socials while we're while we're here? Yes, no, maybe so. I don't want to feel like a groupie. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was like, yes, but nah, <laughs> nah. It's okay. I mean, we do it for everyone else, so y'all might as well. Uh, what's mine? Uh, mine is Supreme underscore Trey with two S's in Supreme. Got it. I try to be unique. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is mo dot 
Mo underscore K underscore. This is the fact that you had to look it up on your phone. I did. Me. I did. I was like, wait. Because now nah, I've been switching between the Naturally Crown Instagram and my Instagram and the Sigma Row one. So it'd be like. Ugh. That's a balance in itself. <laughs> yeah. Social media can be a beast of its own, especially when you're managing multiple accounts. Um, any final thoughts or anything that you want to say to those who may be interested in going Greek but aren't sure? Besides, of course, come to the yard show. Feel free to ask. Yeah. Follow us, DM us, whatever you gotta do, do it, man. Chase, just just go out there. Like, don't be so hesitant. Yeah, don't be scared of us. We not going. We not gonna yell at you. Mm-hmm. We not gonna try to fight we you. Not gonna, none, none of you that know, crazy. Undermine you. You're still <laughs> yeah. a human being. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I feel like if you're hesitant, you might miss your opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Like, find your people. Um, don't worry about what colors you're looking for. Just <laughs> find your people. If, if you feel like blue and white look good with your skin, <laughs> like, don't come do on, it. don't do that. <laughs> Please like, don't do it. Figure out what fits you the best and what, and figure out what they stand for. And if you mm-hmm. if you feel like those principles is something you agree with, go for it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Thanks again for y'all being here. I've learned a lot, and I hope whoever's listening learned a lot and Hopefully, they'll be reaching out to y'all soon. Most definitely. We're looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to In the Wild. If you like what you heard, then give a nice rating and review to this podcast on whatever you use to listen to your podcast. To keep our conversations going, follow In the Wild on Instagram at In the Wild Pod and Augusta University on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow me, your host, Rayshawn Ricks, at Rayshawn Ricks, to send me questions you want to see answered on the show. Tune in for new episodes every week because we don't want you to miss a single thing that's happening on campus. You can also find out more news at jaguar.augusta.edu. Until then, I'll see y'all next time. Stay wild.